SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet. Welcome to this edition of the SA Crypto video podcast, the Blockchain Africa edition, day two here at the Johannesburg Conference of Blockchain Africa 2019. And with me here is uh, Alakanani Itterling, otherwise known very famously as Bitcoin Lady. Yep, that's right. She has the Twitter handle Bitcoin Lady. She was one of the earliest Bitcoin influencers on Twitter. And she is from Botswana. For those of you that don't know, uh, she runs the Satoshi Center in Botswana and is doing incredible things in the blockchain space. Bitcoin lady, welcome to SA Crypto. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's a real privilege to have you on the show. Um, We've been following you. I've personally been following Bitcoin lady for many years. Wow. So um, welcome to the show. Thank you, SA Crypto. Now, just tell us a little bit about uh, your work at at, at Satoshi Center. What exactly is the center and uh, what... What are you guys working on? So uh, it has been a journey for Satoshi Center. You know, it, I, I set the Satoshi Center in 2014. My vision was divided into two. One was the, the public education on the blockchain, and the other uh, part was educating young children. You know, teaching them how to program and to you know to to coach. Uh, my aim was to teach kids from 13, uh, from six to 13. You wow. know, to 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 program, uh, and it never took off that part of the business because of financial. I know strains and all that so and i concentrated on just education and we're having a lot of meetups i think we're known as you know the the blockchain company in botswana so we're doing a lot of meetups different meetups we'll teach about stellar we'll teach about ethereum we'll teach about general uh uh blockchain and bitcoin stuff so uh, recently from 2016 we're working on our startup uh, that i founded uh, with uh, one guy called koketo so we did the farmer's management system on the blockchain to try and do the tracing and tracking of animals. Wow. Yeah, and uh, we have got other startups that are incubated at the center. We've got the, the real estate run by Trevor, uh, it's a real estate uh, platform called MetroLins. So the whole idea of Satoshi Center is to see Bitcoin and blockchain you know, spreading, the use spreading in Botswana. So it's, it's not easy, but we believe other, other startups will come up, you know, we mustn't be known as the only blockchain company in Botswana. Sure, we shouldn't sure. be. There must be other companies that rise sure. that will show growth in, in, sure. the, in the country. So I'm looking forward to seeing you know people coming up with uh, more blockchain solutions in Botswana. Now, a big project that you're personally involved with is PLAS. It's PLAS. P-L-A-A-S. Yes. That is an agriculture blockchain startup. Tell us about that project. So in 2016, you know, I thought, what can you know? What, what, what kind of solution can Satoshi Center bring? You know, because the idea is not only to educate people, but to be able to have people that can come up with use cases that can be relevant to the African community, that can be relevant not only to Botswana, but the whole African community as it is. So uh, for me, uh, farming is, 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 is not my passion, but it's my husband's passion. He loves farming. So I looked at it and said, what are the challenges that farmers uh, are facing? Not only in Botswana, but, you know, globally. 
you know, the way they're farmers. So for me, it's data keeping. So be, for them to be able to have information about their animals, what kind of uh, vaccines have the animal taken and all that. They don't have like a database that keeps all that. So we thought we can come up with a, with a platform that will store that data. If you inject or you vaccine your, 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 your cow, the information is stored in the RFID and then stored in the, in the blockchain. If the animal uh, is, 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 you know, has fed whatever that is eaten, it has to be stored so that, you know, when you go and sell your animal, the person at the end, you know, is able to verify your, your animal, is able to verify, verify not only what it has eaten or the vaccine, but also the breed. So that's when we thought of, you know, coming up with this, with this platform, which will, you know, incorporate the blockchain, the RFID, and a bit of IoT. So we did that. We began to, to work on the platform, play around with the ideas and doing the white paper and, and, and everything. So uh, last year we thought of doing an ICO. Uh, we did everything, you know, in place. We put everything in place, but we pulled out of the ICOs before we could even start it because the, the market was not very good, uh, very conducive for somebody to run an ICO. And then again, is the issue of regulations for us. We, we are not even sure what our country is saying uh, concerning uh, ICOs. So we pulled out of the ICO and we simply did an airdrop. And we've been working so hard to make uh, the platform work. So we've got people in India who have been building uh, the payment platform for, for the for the PLUS project because uh, for you to be able to have access to the information of a certain farm, you know, the interface will be showing you the farm, but you can't get into the farm. So you need to have a private key to unlock that farm. So that's where the PLUS payment system come in. So because you have to pay uh, 0.00 something PLS tokens to the farmer and then automatically receive that uh unlocking key so which you can unlock the farm and be able to you know you know see what the farmer is doing and all that that's empowering also the farmer because wow. when you do that you are empowering the farmer yes wow. yeah and i mean that is a huge project yeah that must require an incredible amount of capital oh my god uh, <laughs> how how have you guys done it i mean uh, oh, i understand man. we were talking off camera yeah. that you are uh, bootstrapping yeah um, do you have government involvement how has the government's response been to a project like this in 2016 when it was just an idea i went to the then minister to the secretary to the then minister of uh, youth um, so I went there, I was still under the youth, you know, so I went there and I presented the idea to the secretary. So I talked to him ab about the project and he said, no, that's a good idea that we are coming up with. You know, do it and then when it's ready, come and pilot. I, I don't know if he still remembers us or what. So, and also my husband uh, happened to go to the agriculture minister. I don't know if the minister or the department of agriculture, he went there to speak to someone there about the project. So all of them are giving us the same response, do the project and come and show us the project. And we've been in contact with a lot of people. We've been in contact with some people in India who are very interested in the project and they were even saying you know we could you know take those PLS tokens you know remember the PLS token is the one that is powering the whole platform to work so he was saying you, you can even you know use the PLS tokens to give loans to the farmers in India so we've got these big opportunities but yo it's it's tough but we wow. are working we are wow. So what I normally do, I'll be collecting those different tokens, and if the price go up, then I sell and do whatever this I do the for PLS the project. This is tokens, eh? Yeah, no, no, because the PLS tokens have been like started trading in yes, the in okay. the big exchanges. So, so what, when you, you're just taking any tokens? Like the different tokens, like if I'm having uh, XDE, or I mean, if I'm having XRP or whatever, if the price go high, then I sell it, and then right. I do whatever that I have to do for the project. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
yeah. And so you and also just taking donations, I guess, from from different people uh, for, for, from around the world. For now, I haven't like received any do- donations for 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 plus. I haven't. Uh, the only person that I, I helped me was the guy in, in in Nigeria. I think he gave me something like five PLS, to- not PLS, five ETH, ETH, ETH tokens, Ethereum tokens, right. which was which were not that much of value. Yeah, and that was yeah. rem- that was. Pl- uh, Global Blockchain Congress time, right? So that was sort of August last year. No, at the Global Congress, nobody gave me anything. Oh, wow. Yeah, Uh, that was around December or January. So, and that's the the Ether price was like $100. Yeah, that's 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 almost nothing. (laughs) Like a day's worth of work. (laughs) Yeah. So I keep on pushing for for this vision that I have and hoping that somebody somewhere will be able to see the kind of work that we do and they can, you know, help us so that we can push this project. Like the RFID part is so expensive for us because we have uh, a company called DAAT, uh, which we have, you know, have been in contact with and they're the ones that are building the, the, the RFID for tracking and tracing. So the money that they're charging us is quite large. So, but, uh, dreams, you know, We'll keep on Don't let go of the dreams. No, eh? man. So I think I- anyone that's watching or listening to this right now, we, we'd like to put your, your uh, public keys yeah. to perhaps Ethereum um, and Bitcoin. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, do that. I'll, t- I'll talk to my team, uh, so the my co-founder also, that you know we agree on which wallet to use. Let's put, yeah, let's then put then we'll a public that. address yeah. on, uh, on, on this link, yeah. um, in the YouTube comments and in the podcast link as well, on the article. And if any of you would like to donate to Alakanani's project, Project, uh, the Satoshi Center in Botswana, um, the uh, PLAS project. I mean, you can hear this is incredible yeah. work. And so this is a spontaneous thing that I really would like to do. And hopefully, yeah. there's no guarantees here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I can relate. SA Crypto is also a bootstrapped yeah. startup. Yeah. Um, but having just having a vision like you've got, I yeah. can hear, is so is so powerful. And with funding, you could yeah. make this really happen. Yes, I, I believe I can. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, if anyone is listening and watching yeah. this uh, that has a bit of extra Bitcoin and Ethereum, won't you donate to Alekanani? I think this is a powerful project yeah. to get behind on the African continent as well. And yeah. You can hear that this is some serious work. And I know personally that Alekanani uh, has been in the space for a very, very long time. She's got yeah. re- reputation uh, an incredible history in the industry. Yeah. Um, Kanani, what else excites you about the blockchain industry at the moment? What are you looking at at the Satoshi Center? Are there new things that you're teaching, uh, talking about? Yeah, for now, I mean, like, I would be so happy if I can have a lot of young people, you know, joining the band wagon, you know. You know, normally if we have got, like, Meetup or we have CoinFest, there's what you call CoinFest, you know, young people will come in large numbers. They'll be very excited about the whole thing. I remember there was a time I even talked about, you know, creating an ecosystem in Botswana where we've got, you know, people who do news. We've got people, you know, who are doing a lot of, like, the whole ecosystem of blockchain. You know, people are excited at that moment to say, no, I can come and do this and come and do this. Then nothing happens. You know, if we can have people who come to the center, you know, get excited and take the excitement to go and create. Not just get excited when they are in the center and then when they leave the center, nothing has been done. Like I was saying, I don't want the, the Satoshi Center to be the only company that does blockchain stuff in Botswana. I want to see growth. You know, they say a good leader is able to replicate himself or herself. I want to replicate myself. I want to be able to have somebody there in Botswana and say, wow, that's a product at the Satoshi Center. You know, like I was saying, I was talking about Metrolins and others. So, but I, need, I still need more young people being 
being involved. I still need the community to be involved. You know, you know. I, I still I was talking to that old Michelle. Uh, uh, I forget her name. So I was talking to her about Anushka. Anushka. Yes. I was talking to Anushka, and I said, No, if you have got anything that you want to do in Botswana, old Michelle can you know you know got get on board and and do stuff. So I also want to see companies in Botswana getting on board, you know, and doing stuff and growing the blockchain community in Botswana. So they have to understand that uh, blockchain and Bitcoin are not scams. So yeah. one of the fears of people is they always, you know, think blockchain and, and Bitcoin are scams. Blockchain and Bitcoin are not scams. They are technological developments that are here to stay. You cannot ignore them. So the best Absolutely. is to come Absolutely. and learn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they can visit our center, come and learn, you know, and see how a blockchain can benefit their, 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 their businesses. They can benefit the community at large. So there's so much that, you know, can be done. A lot of empowerment that can be done using the blockchain uh, technology. And I really, really look forward to people, you know, you know, coming on board before, you know, they lose us. Maybe we move to South Africa or wherever. Maybe, yes, yeah, you know, yeah. there's that chance, you know, we, because we need growth. Yeah. So we don't want to be so stunted. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. I can imagine you're sitting yeah. in Botswana and no disrespect to Botswana. Yeah. But I mean, even me, I, we're based in Durban. Yeah. Um, the the excitement of yeah. the industry in Cape Town and Johannesburg as bigger big. cities, yeah. bigger economies. Yeah. It's just natural. You kind of get attracted to should I move yeah. there? Yeah. Because definitely. there's more action happening. Yeah. You know? So. You know, I'm sure, you, you know, again, you spoke to us off, off camera and yeah. said, hey, I'm thinking about moving to South Africa. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. And that would be a travesty, not a travesty, but it would be sad yeah. for what you've built in Botswana. Yeah. Um, they'd be losing a serious influencer. Yeah. So it really uh, behooves the the industry in Botswana to yeah. invest in you guys yeah. and Satoshi yeah. Center. I mean, imagine you could get the funding that you need and then you stay in Botswana. You're like, man, I've got the funding I need. I don't need to go try and yeah. chase the money. I've yeah. got the money I yeah. need to stay yeah. in Botswana. Because me uh, thinking of moving is because when you sometimes you don't see, you don't see growth. Yes. You know, it, you, you want growth. You know, yeah. you want you want people of the same mind, you know, that can influence you. You know, normally I believe that when you're in a group of people that have the same mind, they tend to, you know, help even to you know, sharpen even your projects, you know, you can, you're able to build better, you're able to think better. So when you are alone there and you feel like you are alone, uh, at the end of the day, you feel very stunted. You're yeah. like, no, man, I'm yeah. not growing. Yeah. You know, you, you, you'll be growing, you know, doing whatever, but it will not be real growth. Yeah. So we need also real growth. But that growth can happen if we can build a strong community in Botswana. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, um, Alakanani, just... In wrapping, um, Botswana's approach to, to blockchain, yeah. is there any talk of regulation? Uh, how, are, how are the government uh, and, and regulatory bodies approaching blockchain technology? What I, what I see is the news. There was in, in, in 20, is it 2016, we actually went, it was me and my husband, we went to Bank of Botswana. Uh, we spoke to a lady and a gentleman, I forgot which department they were from, so the settlement or something. So we went there to talk to them about, about Bitcoin because that time we were thinking of bringing an exchange. 2011? 2016. Oh, 2016. Yeah. Okay, sorry, You're most welcome. So we were, we were thinking of bringing an exchange from outside. So we went there to like just to ask about, you know, the state of, of regulations and how they, they look at, at, at Bitcoin. And, and stuff and cryptocurrencies. So we were not actually getting a clear, clear answer as to what exactly they, their thought is. It's like they were not yet ready for regulations or they're not even ready for anything. 
So it was just this gray ground with nothing in it. Mm. So we, we left the place and then we just like, man, this is hard. Then 2017, there was an article uh, where uh, the, there was that, I think that was the, the governor who was saying uh, they are not uh, interested in, 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 in regulation or even doing anything concerning cryptocurrencies. Then 2018, there was a shift again in the newspaper. I still, I still have the cards. I cut the the, the insets the, of the, the yeah. I, I cut the right? stories. I've put them and filed them. So there was then again, the people should you know study. You know they should study whatever that they do. They should study if you are doing businesses that need regulations. So you should follow the right regulations. So for me in that part, it was more like saying no. Even though we said we were not regulating, you know, but we need you to follow the right procedures. For me, it was good development. It's more like saying, hey, you can do, but make sure that you are regulated. Yeah. Make sure that you are doing the right stuff. Make sure that you are following the. If you are if you are doing Bitcoin ATMs or whatever, make sure that make sure that you are regulated with the with the with the financial bodies. I think that's what they were saying. So I'm not yet like hundred percent sure what's their stand is. Sure. Yeah, sure. it's only what I read in the newspapers. So maybe when we are bringing a bigger development, then we'll see what they have to say. Wow. Yeah, because I believe in regulations, though. I believe sure. you know regulations protect you. As, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur sure, sure. and also protect the end user yes. and the customer. So it's important to know, you know, so that, you know, we don't find ourselves our, and our clients and everything, you know, uh, messed up. So sure. we, need, we need that. Yeah. And uh, just your skill in particular, you spoke earlier about education and coding. Yeah. Do you have a coding background? What is your background and what got you into Bitcoin? My background, you know, it's education. I was a okay. teacher. Ah, wow. okay. <laughs> I was a teacher for 12 years. Wow. So, and funny, I was not doing anything technical. I was a teacher of religious education. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I got into Bitcoin in a, in a bit, bit of a sad way, though, uh, because I was struggling because my son was sick. You know, I had a son who was, like, actually very, very sick. From 2007 to, 20, to 2012, he was, like, really, really sick. So in 2012, I was looking for ways in which I can supplement my income so that I can help fund my son so that they can have a heart transplant. Wow. So I used to come to South Africa a lot at Sunning Hill Hospital because that's where they used to take him. Wow. So I was, I was drained. I was in a lot of debts and, and everything. So I was looking for ways to you know, supplement my income so that my son can at least have a long life and also maybe hopefully have that. He needed a heart and lung transplant. Wow. So, so that maybe I can find ways to work online. That's when I came across Bitcoin in 2012. I was reading about it and I tried to work online. You know, there was a job, but it was bogus. They never paid me after working. They never paid oh, me. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. So after we, they never, they never paid me. And in, in April 2012, I lost my son. Hmm. So, so sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, it is. It is wow. I'm always grateful for him that he taught me Bitcoin though. Sure. It was a gift that he gave me before he left. Wow. So, and then I was like, okay. So, cool. this is now we're talking 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, you got into Bitcoin 2011, 2012? No, 2012. That's 2012. when I learned about it. The early, like January or so. That's when wow. I learned about it. I mean, it's about three Bitcoin. years old. Yeah. That's three yeah. years old. That's yeah. incredibly early. So, then when my son uh, passed, uh, I said, okay, that's the reason why I was into learning about this thing was because I wanted to help him. So, there was no point for me to continue doing this Bitcoin thing. But somehow I got the bag, you know? Yeah. So I got the bag. So I was like, okay, but what can I do? You know, much more now that my son is, is not there to help because the, the whole idea was to help my son so I can shift the help to someone else. Sure, sure. So that's when I started thinking, okay, maybe I can start doing something. Then in 2013, I had my first meetup 
in Botswana. Wow. There were about 10 of us. I called my friends. I said, look, I want to teach you about something. So I did my first uh, video in 2013 and I put it on YouTube. Yeah, wow. and then from there, you know, I had started receiving a lot of, you know, people talking to me. Hey, you talking about this thing in Africa? You know, the excitement was beautiful, and they would give me donations of bitcoins, and I'll give them away. So every time they gave me donations, and I'll give them away to the people that are attending the conferences. Mm. So I was giving them bitcoins, and I was teaching them, you know, and I continued from that point until now. Mm. Yeah. What a story. So it's <laughs> education primarily, hey? Yeah. Um, and you're, education, you're educating yeah. in the blockchain space yeah. at the Satoshi Center. Yeah. And so now, because I wanted us to now have use cases. Yes. So I had to empower my guys, you know, at the center. I used to have a lot of guys, but because of financial constraints, they left because I couldn't pay them. So, um, so I took uh, the, the guys and I would find information and we'll learn about blockchain and I'll, sometimes they'll sleep at the, at, the, at, the, at the center just to start mm. code and everything wow. so that for them to understand and you know one of the boys I took I took, I took him to Cape Town uh, to the blockchain academy to go and learn a little bit about Ethereum and stuff so from that moment onwards you know I've got one boy who is like quite very very good and then the other the other one left I don't know why he left maybe it's because he was feeling that I'm not paying him so and from there, you know, we're still thinking like we will have more developers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, what a story. Yep. What an incredible story, <laughs> Alekanani. Um, Thank you. Just inspirational. Thank you. Uh, and again, I mean, what a what a what a journey that Alekanani's come on, folks. Uh, losing her son. Uh, again, you were speaking that yeah. to me off off camera yeah. as well. And I just think that here is a here is a true entrepreneur yeah. who is hungry for change, innovation development in Africa, entrepreneurship in Africa. And uh, if, if we can rally the community, the audience that watches and listens to this to contribute to what uh, the, the Satoshi Center is doing in Botswana, I think that would be fantastic. So Thank you. you've heard us straight from Alakanani, Bitcoin lady on Twitter. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. Travel Thank safe you. back. Yep. And hopefully we'll do a collaborative meetup later on this year. Yes. And are you going to Cape Town? I will be in Cape Town we'll as well. meet again in Cape Town. Brilliant. We'll see Thank you there. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll see you on the next episode. Cheers, yeah. guys. All right. Thank you. SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet.